the RN to Writer Show. I'm your host, Elizabeth Haynes. I'm a nurse, but I made my living as a freelance writer, and now I help other nurses discover this fantastic career away from the bedside as well. You can follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, or of course, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and all of the social media. We're everywhere, just about. So go follow us over there. Today, we're welcoming to the show Rebecca Myers. Rebecca earned her Master of Science Nursing degree from the University of Texas at Arlington. Rebecca is a nurse with a passion for educating and uplifting others, which is very common for nurses who go into this career. With over 15 years in nursing, including critical care, vascular access, and education, Rebecca loves using her nursing experience to help others. Again, exactly why I became a writer too. And because she wanted to help more people with her, you know, accumulated knowledge and expertise as a nurse, Rebecca founded RN Writes Health Content and now writes as a freelance health journalist and produces health content for her clients. Rebecca lives with her husband, Carl, near Houston, where I used to live. Uh, and love spending time with him and their big family. So thank you for coming aboard, Rebecca. I also should mention Rebecca is a RN to Writer alumna. So welcome. Oh, yes. Thank you so much for having me, Beth. I'm so excited to get to talk to you. Awesome. Well, you had written in with a topic I thought would make a great uh, podcast episode, which was about repurposing content. So tell me a little more what you'd like to know about that or what you're currently doing or whatever. So when I write for clients, I get way into the topic and I always think, wow, this would be great for my blog or this or that. And um, then I get real hung up about exactly how to do that. Um, If you've been through a lot of college courses, you're very afraid of plagiarizing yourself or whatever. And so um, that's what I really want you to help me understand is how how to repurpose this great topic for other uses so I can get it out to more people. All right, cool. So first of all, you're totally on the right track about repurposing and repurposing content is huge in the content marketing industry. So our clients, right? Our clients repurpose content. And the reason that we do that, well, I'll use, I'll use our writer as an example. When we create a podcast, when we do a podcast like this, it involves time and, um, you know, an investment of resources to make this happen. And so if we simply publish this as a podcast episode and that's it, then that's a lot of value put into a single deliverable of content, a single asset. Exactly. But on the other hand, if we take this podcast and we pull a quote out of it and run that on our social media channels, if we lightly edit the transcript and run it as a post on our blog, Now we have three discrete pieces of content that came from this one item, the podcast. Okay. And the reason that, and beyond the 
beyond the monetary sense of like getting the most bang for your buck when you produce content. The other reason to do that is because the audience for the original piece of content is small. Like a small, a small number of people will view this on YouTube, this podcast, because they are not subscribers or they may happen across it in search or whatever. But so if we repurpose parts of this on our social media, then it gets exposed to more people. More people will know about it, come and watch it. If we put it on our blog, we can then also, when we fire our newsletter back up, we can include links to the blog post and the podcast in our newsletter. And then our audience increases. People say, oh, this is very cool. I didn't know about this. I should subscribe, for example. The exact same thing is true for our clients. So frequently when our clients hire us to write something for them, they then slice and dice it into all kinds of repurposed content. Yes. Now you bring up a good point about um, self-plagiarizing. I think that, I think self-plagiarizing comes into play if we're, reusing our content for multiple clients that oh, would be okay. a no no i've never done that no. right <laughs> but but i think and i think that when we talk about writers repurposing content we should not talk about repurposing client content that could also be plagiarism depending on how we define repurposing Okay. But when we create content for ourselves and we then repurpose that content, we repackage it in various ways, I do not see that as self-plagiarizing. Okay. That sounds good. Now, I understand. Another point that you kind of brought up is you were saying, now, when I research topics for clients, you know, I do a deep dive, which is awesome. Yes. And we're all nerds. We all, all of us nurses and other healthcare <laughs> providers, we're all nerds. I can't stop myself. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, well, I do want you to cut down on over-researching because yes. to make good money, you have to be efficient, right? But um, I think when, instead of taking, thinking of different slants for topics to use on your blog, I would say, Think of other slants on the topic that you could pitch to publications. Okay. So in other words, let's say a content client hires you to write about, um, I don't know, let's say eye health and diabetes. Let's say. Okay. Let's say you produce a series of blog posts for them on that topic. Now you've become a subject matter expert on that right? Yes. So now it is fair to think about what possibly consumer health publications might be interested in an article on this topic. Is there something new and newsworthy that would make it worth sending a query on a unique article slant that does not plagiarize anything that you did for the client? It's okay. maybe the topic right? Yes. So perhaps those articles were written for the entire general public, what you wrote for the content. Now you say to yourself, 
What would older adults like to know about this? Now we've narrowed the audience. Okay. And whose publication targets older adults or perhaps children? Now, what publications target parents of children? Now we're repurposing our research. That's not the same as repurposing content. Okay. But all the time we invested in that research, now we have potentially two articles we could sell that we don't have to re-research. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. That's what I couldn't wrap my brain around. It's like, I know all of this stuff now. What, What else can I do? But this makes sense. A completely original new slant for a new client. Just just simply uh, articles for publications based on knowledge you now have. Yes. Not not only is there nothing wrong with that, but that's how writers manage to make good money. Because if we assign a dollar amount to the time we invest in doing research on topics, um, in order to maximize that investment, we need to create multiple articles for multiple publications. I'm talking now on the journalism side. Yes. But also... You're on the right track, though, getting back to repurposing content Mm -hmm. that you produce for yourself. Right. You should do that. Now, I do want to say, well, I'm going to give you some advice that um, not all writers agree with by any means. So I'm going to put that out there. I'm always saying in our coaching sessions that our interwriter does not teach any one true path to freelance success. Everybody does it differently. What what we teach is how I did it because it worked very well. And we know it's replicable because people like you are replicating it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So having said that, again, not all writers agree with what I'm going to say next. I believe when freelance writers blog, which I think they should for various reasons, SEO among them, we should always blog for our target audience, our target audience. Okay. And our target audience is who? It's not the general public. No. It's prospective clients. So to me, a big mistake that freelance writers make is they blog on the on the topics that they would like to be writing about, such as consumer health stuff for us. Right. And that's, we're not here to educate consumers on our blog. We're here to attract prospective clients, convert them to clients. And our blog allows us to showcase what we know about the industry and our subject matter expertise. So when you blog, Rebecca, I want you to think in terms of that this requires a big mindset shift. Okay. My my mind is blowing right now. I'm I'm getting it. I'm, I'm picking up what you're saying. (laughs) Right. So now we start thinking, okay, my subject matter expertise is um, infectious diseases. That's one of yours. Yes. Okay. When I write for clients, I write consumer health or, B2B, business to business on infectious disease, but my target audience is prospective clients. So I need to think what kinds of topics could I write 
on my blog that would showcase my expertise as a content writer. So maybe those topics involve things like why you should be talking about your infectious disease control in your health system on your blog, why you should talk about that. Or things that health systems get wrong when discussing infectious disease control at their facilities, or you know what I mean? Like, I don't know that topic, so I'm just spitballing this. Um, Other things I have suggested to writers, uh, health writers, nurse writers in general that make great blog topics are things like, you know, language, how we use, how you, how clients should be using language in the way they speak to their different stakeholders. So words to avoid on your patient blogs or words to embrace on your patient blogs. Um, Words to avoid in, I don't know, white papers or your marketing messages to nurses. You know, if you're marketing to nurses, don't talk incessantly about other healthcare providers, maybe, maybe talk about nurses, (laughs) stuff like that. That's good. Yes. These topics showcase your expertise as a writer and a content writer specifically. Like here, I know this stuff. And if you hire me, you get this level of knowledge and expertise. That's so great. Why didn't I think of that? But that's why I have you. (laughs) Well, that's why I love doing these podcasts. Yes. Because it it like now lots of nurse writers can, you know, grasp this. Yes. And that will help improve their blogs. When prospective clients come to their website, you know, we don't know when people are landing on our website and they go to the blog and then their mind is blown and they're like, oh, I didn't even think about this. Because guess what? I am an expert on health literacy. I have done a huge amount of research because it was one of my first um, jobs. And so, you know, I have 50 references for that. So great idea. I'm so excited. My mind is just synapsing all over the place. I can see it. That's why I, again, (laughs) that's why I love shooting these episodes with people because it's like, ooh, the creative synergy, the energy gets going. Oh, wow. Okay. I have been going down the wrong blog path, but well, now I know. Now you because can they're just... coming to my website, and you know, if they were there in August, they were reading about sunburn. No, because I was writing for a general audience. Right. I'm so happy, and I will say it, it's not that that's horrible, or everyone right. should go delete those blog posts because that also writing those types of posts does contribute to positioning us as subject matter experts. Right. No, I get that too. I'm, mm-hmm. Yeah. All but, right. Well, we have to wrap this up, but do you have any other last minute questions for me, Rebecca, before we have to go? I, my mind is working so much on what you've already given me. And I really appreciate you answering my question. And now this gets to go out into the ethos and help everybody else. That is wonderful. I can't thank you enough for coming on, Rebecca, uh, and being an RN to Writer member. You are absolutely slaying it as a writer, so just keep on. I will. And thank you for having RN to Writer because now I have this whole group 
this whole other group of people who do what I do and we support each other. And it's just, it's been a wonderful experience. Oh, thank you for the kind words. Well, we hope you have enjoyed watching or listening to this episode of the RN to Writer show. Again, I'm your host, Elizabeth Haynes. And as you can see, we're over here doing exciting things for nurses. I hope you'll consider joining us. Uh, be sure to click the subscribe button on our YouTube channel so that you'll get notified when we drop new episodes and follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And until next time, keep pitching. Keep pitching.